Disaster movies such as Contagion, Predators, I Am Legend, and The Andromeda Strain depict a dangerous future, one that might destroy all life on earth. Almost 2,000 years ago, Jesus' disciples asked him when the end of the world would come. They asked, what shall be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? The New King James states it this way, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? They expected a new age ruled by the King of Kings, ushering in world peace. When will that age come? Bible prophecy gives the answer. Today we're living in an age of instability and conflict. The global financial crisis affects nations all over the world. Portugal, Ireland, Greece, Italy, and Spain continue to struggle financially. The United States, once the world's greatest creditor nation, has become the world's greatest debtor nation. Unemployment continues to plague nations and regions, and the world continues to arm itself militarily with modern technology and weapons of mass destruction. My friends, the age of instability, conflict, and chaos will come to an end. How do we know? Because the greatest prophet who ever lived, Jesus of Nazareth, reveals the future, the glorious world ahead, tomorrow's world. Your Bible gives us specific signs and prophetic events to warn us and to prepare us. You need to know more about Bible prophecy. You need to know the reasons for Bible prophecy, and you need to know the blessings that come from understanding Bible prophecy. You need to know the future and the encouraging purposes of Bible prophecy. Stay tuned. Greetings to all our friends around the world. Millions of people around the world want to know the future. Most ignore the plain, powerful prophecies of your Bible. Some are so desperate that they resort to occult practices, including tarot cards, attempting to communicate with the dead. They even resort to seances, witches, and astrologers to learn their future. Occult practices lead many into darkness, not the light of truth. The Creator God has the power to reveal the future, and He has revealed the future in the pages of your Bible. About one quarter of your Bible is prophecy. Many professing Christians ignore prophecy and say it's not important for their salvation. Could it be that those individuals have a narrow view of salvation? When Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom of God, 
He emphasized a future aspect of salvation that is vital to all Christians. He even taught us to pray to our Father in heaven, your kingdom come. That kingdom is yet future. It's prophesied and it's guaranteed and it will be established over all nations. My friends, are you preparing for that future? You need to know the future and the purposes of Bible prophecy. On today's program, we'll share with you five vital and significant purposes of Bible prophecy. Many professing Christians dismiss Bible prophecy as insignificant and unimportant. They say prophecy can be interesting, but it doesn't have anything to do with my personal salvation. Do you understand the fallacy in such a statement? First of all, as we pointed out on previous programs, your personal salvation is a process. One is not ultimately saved until the prophesied great resurrection at the return of Christ. If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew 24 and verse 13. Here we see Jesus' own statement concerning those who will be saved. Matthew 24, verse 13. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. The Bible instructs us to be faithful to the end. We look forward to the future when Christ will establish the kingdom of God on earth, and we look forward to the resurrection of faithful Christians at the last trumpet, or the seventh trumpet blast announced in Revelation 11, verse 15. Notice again, to emphasize the point that the gospel is prophetic, notice that the kingdom of God on earth is yet future. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. If you're flesh and blood, my friends, you have not inherited the kingdom. Faithful Christians inherit the kingdom. When? At the time of the resurrection. Jesus also emphasized that this inheritance takes place at the end of the age in Matthew 25, verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Yes, the true gospel is prophetic. Some try to disconnect prophecy from God's plan of salvation and it can't be done. We look forward to our ultimate salvation and the inheritance of the kingdom. Now before we discuss the purposes of prophecy, we need to know what prophecy is. The oral or written message of a prophet. The great prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah warned the ancient kingdoms of Israel and Judah to change their ways. While there were temporary reforms, God ultimately sent other nations to punish them for their evil and lawless ways. The Assyrians conquered the northern kingdom of Israel with its capital in Samaria in 721 BC. Most of the 10 tribes were deported to an area between the Black and Caspian Seas. Historians later called them the Lost 10 Tribes. Regular viewers of Tomorrow's World know where they are generally located today. Beginning in 604 BC, the Babylonians under King Nebuchadnezzar began to subjugate the southern kingdom of Judah. They ultimately destroyed the Jerusalem temple in 586 BC and deported most of the Jewish population to Babylon in a captivity that lasted for decades. These great nations paid the penalty for their immorality and rebellion against God. 
They paid the penalty for ignoring God's warnings through His servants, the prophets. Will the Western nations heed the warnings God is now giving them? The Western nations are headed for future decline, destruction, and captivity if they do not repent and reform. The events surrounding the fall of these nations will also dramatically affect the rest of the world. My friends, you personally can take warning. You can be saved from the future national punishments. As Jesus exhorted us in Luke 21, verse 34, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Are you preparing for the second coming of Christ? Understanding Bible prophecy and facing reality will help you prepare. On the day of Pentecost in 31 AD, the Apostle Peter exhorted the thousands in his audience to repent and be baptized. You can read that in Acts 2, verse 38. Peter motivated the crowd to change their lives. He said in Acts 2, verse 40, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. My friends, if you've studied biblical baptism, and if you've come to the place in your life where you have repented and have accepted Christ's sacrifice and His authority over your life, we invite you to counsel with one of our ministers. You can avoid God's judgments and punishments on the nations during the Great Tribulation and the Day of the Lord. You need to understand Bible prophecy. We've seen that the gospel Jesus preached is prophetic. Salvation includes past, present, and future elements. We pray daily, your kingdom come. But many professing Christians try to disconnect Christ from prophecy. If you have your Bible, turn to Revelation 19 and verse 10. The Apostle John was given a vision of the day of the Lord and your ultimate future. He was admonished in Revelation 19 verse 10, Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Why do so many churches avoid prophecy? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Bible prophecy is vital. It's central to the gospel Jesus preached. And further, Jesus himself reveals prophecy. Regular viewers of Tomorrow's World are familiar with one of the most important books in the Bible, the book of Revelation. Let's read Revelation 1 and verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. The book of Revelation gives us understanding of our ultimate destiny and the future of the world. Yes, it presents dramatic symbols. Revelation, the sixth chapter, presents the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse. The 17th chapter presents a scarlet beast ridden by a harlot. On her forehead, a name was written. Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. The 13th chapter of Revelation presents a beast rising up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. 
my friends, you can understand the meaning of these dramatic symbols because the Bible interprets the Bible. You can understand prophecy and the future. The book of Revelation describes prophetic events leading up to the greatest event in modern history yet to occur, the return of Jesus Christ to this earth. We look forward to the world of peace when the kingdom of God will govern all nations on earth. We look forward to the announcement in Revelation 11 and verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. You need to study and be ready for that event. You need to study your Bible and apply it in your life. If you would like to discover more about how this topic impacts your life, visit us online at www.lcgcanada.org to read our featured literature free of charge. Now let's consider five basic biblical purposes of prophecy. Purpose number one is, Bible prophecy warns people and nations to repent so they can avoid punishment. In the book of Revelation, Christ promises protection for those who are faithful. In the letter to the church at Philadelphia, the Apostle John records this message, Revelation 3, verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. My friends, a global hour of trial is coming upon a rebellious, wicked world. Jesus warned us in Matthew 24, verse 21, that a great tribulation is coming. We've seen in previous programs that Jesus will judge the nations during the day of the Lord. In fact, Revelation 6, verse 15, describes how people will react to the frightening heavenly signs. Frightened human beings will acknowledge that the Lamb, Jesus Christ, will be full of wrath during this judgment period. Revelation 6, verse 15, And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who is able to stand? Who will be protected? Who will be able to stand during the day of judgment? The answer is, those who listen to God's prophetic warnings and change their lives. As John the Baptist told the Pharisees and Sadducees, bear fruits worthy of repentance. That's in Matthew 3, verse 8. The book of Jonah gives us a rare example of a people who listen to God's warning and change their ways. Will we also repent nationally and individually? God determined to destroy Nineveh unless they repented, and they did repent. How did God view their repentance? Jonah 3 and verse 10. Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that He had said He would bring upon them, and He did not do it. Notice that God's warning, and especially His mercy, 
was not limited to the nation of Israel, nor is it today limited to Israel's descendants. The prophetic warning resulted in God's blessing on the people. Will we respond to today's prophetic warnings as ancient Nineveh did? If we don't, we will experience the severe punishment of the Great Tribulation Jesus warned about in Matthew 24, verse 21. What then is the purpose of Bible prophecy? Why has God given us these prophecies? Purpose number one, Bible prophecy warns people and nations to repent so they can avoid punishment. We certainly need to act now. Purpose number two, Bible prophecy warns people to repent in their captivity. Prophecy reveals that there will be an opportunity for many who do not repent now to repent during the pain and suffering of the Great Tribulation. God gave this warning and promise primarily to the descendants of Israel who will suffer future national slavery and captivity. Turn in your Bible to Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, verse 27. And the Lord will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you. But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find Him if you seek Him with all your heart and with all your soul. When you are in distress, and all these things come upon you in the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey His voice. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not forsake you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers which He swore to them." Let's understand. Jesus said that the gospel of the kingdom would be a witness to all nations. As Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Many will hear the gospel, but they will not respond to it before it's too late, too late to avoid the great tribulation. But prophecy indicates that many thousands who have heard the true gospel will repent during the time of national captivity. Remember, my friends, if you are one of them, when you are in captivity to another nation, remember God's promise. He will rescue you. He will deliver you if you seek Him with all your heart and with all your soul. The second purpose of Bible prophecy is, Bible prophecy warns people to repent in captivity. The third purpose of prophecy, Bible prophecy announces the coming kingdom of God on earth. Jesus Christ will establish the kingdom here on earth, and faithful Christians will rule with Him for a thousand years. You can read about that in Revelation 20, verses 4 through 6. You can read about some of the millennial prophecies in Isaiah 2, Isaiah 11, and chapter 35, or in Micah 4. These are inspiring prophecies that give us real hope. Edersheim's prophecy in history in relation to the Messiah makes this observation, quote, the one pervading and impelling idea of the Old Testament is the royal reign of God on earth. This messianic idea is the sole raison d'etre of the Old Testament viewed as revelation. Yes, Jesus Christ will return as King of kings and Lord of lords, as it states in Revelation 19, verse 16. 
the royal reign of God on earth, as Edersheim stated it, will enforce world peace and prosperity. Government in the hands of man will only lead to total destruction. As Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 22, And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. My friends, the Bible predicts a time of restoration for planet Earth. Let's read that good news in Acts 3 and verse 20. The Apostle Peter states that God will, quote, send Jesus Christ, who has preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. God will restore this earth to natural, unpolluted beauty and prosperity under the divine government and kingdom of God. We can all rejoice at that good news. Purpose number three of prophecy. Bible prophecy announces the coming kingdom of God on earth. Purpose number four of Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy confirms the Bible as the word of God. As we've documented in several past programs, verified fulfillment of several Bible prophecies powerfully validate the authenticity of the Bible. One example of fulfilled prophecy is that of King Cyrus in the fall of Babylon. More than 100 years before the overthrow of this great empire, the prophet Isaiah named the individual who would be responsible for Babylon's fall in Isaiah 45 verses 1 and 2. Thus says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him, and to loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors, so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. In his book, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs, Roderick Meredith describes Babylon's fall in this manner, quote, Unable to surmount the massive fortified walls around Babylon, which had repelled so many other invaders, Cyrus' men diverted the Euphrates River, which normally flowed under the heavy city water gates as it passed through the city. By lowering the river level and by having a spy unlock the inner gates along the river, Cyrus' army invaded the city in a totally unexpected manner and took the Babylonians by complete surprise." End of quote. The Bible not only foretold who would be responsible for the fall of Babylon, but also the method of its fall almost two centuries beforehand. Accurately describing events in advance could only be done by divine inspiration. Purpose number four of Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy confirms the Bible as the Word of God. Purpose number five, Bible prophecy demonstrates God's total sovereignty and power. Nothing can deter God's plan of salvation. That plan is revealed in the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. God has an awesome purpose for every human being who will respond. That purpose is eternal life as God's glorious, immortalized children for all eternity. Read this inspiring future in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 53. This corruptible must put on incorruption, 
and this mortal must put on immortality. God's great power through His Son and our Savior Jesus Christ will bring this to pass. Turn to Isaiah 46, verse 9. Here Almighty God declares His power and sovereignty. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure, calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country. Indeed, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Almighty God will powerfully fulfill His purpose and prophecy. The fifth purpose of prophecy is to demonstrate God's total sovereignty and power. Finally, notice that the revelation of Jesus Christ promises a benefit to those who sincerely want to understand. Remember God's promise, Revelation 1, verse 3. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Yes, my friends, you will be blessed as you sincerely study the book of Revelation. The conclusion of its prophecies reveals a wonderful future far beyond all our hopes and dreams. Thank God that He's revealed a glorious future through our Savior Jesus Christ. May we all look forward to the return of Christ, the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth, and genuine, lasting world peace. These are the prophecies we are all looking forward to in faith. Be sure to visit the website, which will be shown on the screen momentarily, to read our informative booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. We invite you to join us every week on the Tomorrow's World program. Gerald Weston and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We'll continue to give you special perspectives on Christian living and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. So be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. If you would like to discover more about how this topic impacts your life, visit us online at www.lcgcanada.org to read our featured literature free of charge. The preceding program has been produced by the Living Church of God.